two college students in Oregon were recently charged with fraud after sending fake iPhones to Apple, claiming that they didn't work, and then selling the new phones that Apple sent them. All total, they scammed Apple for nearly $1 million. Yeah. Yeah. Who are the Apple geniuses now? Wow. You know, you got geeks robbing a bank to get $4,700, right. you know, and courting 20 years in prison, and you got these... Uh, Clever youngsters. We can have them exercise their powers for good and not evil. You know, they got a future. Did you guys hear about the the gent who was sending false invoices to Facebook and Google and they were both just paying them for several months? Uh, I'll bet that would work with a lot of companies. Wow. It would yeah. work with me, actually, if you send me invoices. <laughs> um, I bet that would work with a lot of companies. Sure. Hey, what's a Hellboy? I'm looking up at the TV. The movie Hellboy is coming out. That's an awful looking creature. Is that a movie? Oh, yeah. Yes. What's yeah, a Hellboy? Yeah. He's, go ahead, Sean. It's, it's, it's based from a graphic novel. Novel. He is. Uh, he is a boy from hell, as the name would imply. But uh, he's, well, he's the, a man now. Yeah, really. yeah he's, he's grown. grown man. He's yeah. a hell man. Yeah. So it's like a superhero movie. Yeah, superhero movie. He's oh, now okay. fighting for the side Chase. of good. Now I'm on Joe's side. Do they make any movies for grownups anymore, mm. or is that just mm. thing of the past? And one other thing to mention: this text before we get to the meat of the hour. Actually, two more things. Um, I'm bored and need a laugh. Where's Elizabeth Holmes? <laughs> We get a number of people who really enjoy any time Elizabeth Holmes comes up in the I news. I believe she's walking her dog by the marina currently. Uh, they had on, uh, I think it was in the it's New York Post. a single drop of urine, my dog can empty his bladder. Yeah, she was walking around the marina in San Francisco with her boyfriend the other day. Seemed to be perfectly happy and in love, even though she might be going away for 25 years for one of the biggest frauds in world history. There's no fraud. We're just not quite ready to unveil the technology. <laughs> I'm not sure you're Silicon Valley material. So have you heard the audio? Maybe we should dig this up. I, I listened to it over the weekend where she's doing an interview, and it seems like she briefly uses her real voice before she gets her low voice back. For people who believe she was faking the low voice, which a number of people say that's a fraud. She so, believed, one, she'd be taken more seriously, and two, get more attention. It's a scurrilous accusation. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's what it was like. She uh, just sounded like kind of a kid. She was like, oh, that's right. I'm supposed to talk like oh, this. I, I almost forgot. <laughs> I, I would like to hear that. Do we yeah. have that Well, tape? we'll dig that up. Can we dig that up? We'll dig it up. And like one that. more thing, and I'm using up all our time eh, with all ahead. these things. There is some news that came out of the hearing today with Bill Barr talking about his budget for the year. The letter of the 24th, says Bill Barr, Mr. Mueller's team did not play a role in drafting that document, although we offered him the opportunity to review it. Before we sent it out, and he declined that. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, I saw the headline that Mueller didn't play a role in it, and I thought, okay, that's probably not that surprising. But the fact that they said, would you like to review it before we put this four-page summary out? And he said, no, I'm fine. Yeah. What's that? That's not my gig. Yeah, I guess. Or if I start, where do I end? I think... If I start on this. It is possible that every single aspect of this thing, not only the bar report, but... The Russian uh, cooperation, we'll call it, between the Trump campaign and various Ruskies who came out of the woodwork, um, and, and, and the, the alleged obstruction of justice, the rest of it. Every single aspect of this is far less interesting than cable news would have you believe. There's some stuff that's kind of not good, but eh, it's not a big deal. Uh, you know, in terms of the Russian collusion or the obstruction, it's just, it's not nearly as exciting as everybody. Well, and I said cable news, I should have included politicians, as as everybody wants you to believe. 
I just I have a feeling it's going to be a lot of nah, that's kind of interesting. Uh, while we're going down that road, I guess um, I was reading yesterday the New York Times article that says a lot about the um, where the New York Times is reminding us the New York Times had pushed a whole bunch of stories during this whole Russian collusion thing and everything like that, a lot of which turned out not to be true, including at one point when um, Comey was testifying. I don't know if you remember this. We talked about it a lot at the time. He was testifying, and he was asked about the New York Times article with somebody meeting with somebody or whatever. And and uh, J- James Comey said to Congress, the, the details of that story are in the main incorrect. It was a front-page New York story. It was one of those stories that everybody was talking about yeah. for days. Yeah. Comey says that in the main was not incorrect. The New York that Times... That is not correct. That is not yeah. correct. Yeah. That is not true. What they what they they were talking about, which Correct. turned out, it would show from the Mueller report wasn't re- true since there are no indictments or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and the New York Times put on page a twenty one an article kind of alluding to that, but not like really spelling out the reality. Of it. Right, right. And that's the way they handled the non retraction retraction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's made me pretty cynical. How would you not the be whole cynical? Front page New York Times or WAPO story citing a source that says they're getting close to something or other. I think, well, they might be, or they might not. Well, that's why over the weekend when I was hearing Kirsten Nielsen uh, was arguing with Trump, you know, he was screaming at her and this and that. I thought maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. I have no idea. I've heard these kind of stories. I don't know how many times that didn't turn out to be true at all. Right. So I don't know. Right. Which yeah. is. Which was the biggest concern of where we end up. Yeah. You just don't believe anything. Right. Including things that are true. Well, and the person lurking outside the door that hears voices raised. I mean, half the times I've heard voices raised in meetings, it's like, this is just a load of crap. The other person says, yeah, I know it. But then the story comes out. Trump was screaming at his Department of Homeland Security director and blah, blah, blah. It's just, I don't know. It's just so dumb. All the gossip. Uh, so, uh, in a moment or two, I do want to get to the competing uh, uh, measures in the California legislature about uh, police use of force. One of which has got a lot of law enforcement support. It's reasonable. It's probably a step forward. The other uh, would be absolutely paralyzing to law enforcement and a horrible idea, which, you know, probably means it has a chance in Cal Unicornia because it's utterly untethered to reality, which is kind of. California's uh, their uh, their way of doing things. It's their trademark. That's what I'm looking for. So we'll have that in a moment. Well, that, that'd be a good conversation. Yeah. So they ask Mueller, do you want to look this over? Have any input on the uh, four-page summary? Nah. Is that the cover-up? Is that the hand-picked Trump stooge covering up the collusion? They got to Mueller. You want to, uh, you want to look at this? Nah, not really. <laughs> Plus, another country has said to Huawei, uh, we don't really trust your gear. And this time, it was Pakistan. Huh. Uh-huh. All that on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Available right now via the iHeart app and iTunes. Our two new podcasts. Armstrong and Getty, one more thing. That's our daily after show podcast. And Armstrong and Getty Extra Large featuring our interviews of the most interesting people in the world. Subscribe today via the iHeart app or iTunes. Or wherever podcasts are given away for free. Because we're stupid. 
Margaret Thatcher used a fake low voice to sound more authoritative. Practiced having a lower voice for years until it sounded natural. Is that right? Yeah. So it's a common thing, I guess. Huh. Not quite. Elizabeth Holmes has sounded phony, though, is the problem. Yeah. Anyway. Well, she and what's weird is she had those doe eyes and looked so girlish. Mm. I'd like two tickets to the rated R movie, please. <laughs> uh, Elizabeth can't come to school today. <laughs> she is sick. So on a much more serious note, uh, the uh, legislature of Cal Unicornia is considering a couple of competing measures for dealing with uh, what's perceived to be, uh, well... Concerns about the use of force by police. It's a good way to put it, I think. And you've got this SB 230, which is backed by most law enforcement, which would essentially put in place guidelines for use of force, much like police have for police chases now. There are a number of factors you decide. Is it, is it worth chasing somebody at 110 miles per hour through the streets <clears throat> or, or not? Well, it's a tough one. I, I When people get hurt, I think, why the hell are you chasing that guy? Somebody just got killed. Yeah. But if you send the word out, if you run for the police, you always get away. Right. Then we're doomed. It's a tough balancing act. But So you got this SB 230, Sen- uh, Senator Anna Caballero, who has a cooler name than I do, uh, says, we've taken best practices from some of the more progressive cities. We've put them into our bill um, the best practices seek to reduce not just deadly force, but also any force. They include de-escalation, implementing distance, time, and place restrictions on when force can be used, the duty to report excessive force by a fellow officer, and requiring that agencies investigate such reports. It is, in the main, pretty reasonable stuff. And <clears throat> there are really great cops all over the place, who are some of the best negotiator, uh, negotiators I've ever seen in my life and great at human psychology and really good at, at de-escalating tension and diffusing anger and the rest of it. And what they're trying to do is is use those really good cops as an example for the not-so-good cops or the cops who are just desperate to be tough guys um, and, and try to de-escalate tensions, which I think is is nice. Um, and, and the cop shops understand that something's going to happen, and they are backing that. Then you've got this competing measure, which is a little slippery. It's, it's difficult to get, um, get a handle on, and that's uh, Assembly Bill 392, which is being backed by community activists and some civil rights groups. Um, and and it, it changes the legal standard strengthens, according to this biased article, but it changes the legal standard for when police officers can use deadly force from when it's reasonable to when it's necessary. And one problem, and again, this is slippery because the wording keeps changing. At one point, it made it clear that if in the armchair quarterbacking afterward, we realized, for instance, oh, that's not a gun, then the force was deemed to be unnecessary and the cop would be guilty of murder. Yeah, this is the main one that's getting that we're getting the most texts about. We got somebody that's involved in this battle said the change from reasonable to necessary, that one word change, would you'd see a massive decline in proactive enforcement by police. You'll see a lot of people that are far enough far enough in their careers that are gonna quit. Because yes. if someone <clears throat> points an a realistic looking fake gun at you, 
and you shoot them, then when somebody walks up and sees that it was a fake gun, you used unnecessary force. That right. wasn't necessary. And you get the right jury or the right uh, city board or whatever, and you're doomed. You're ruined. So that one word change from reasonable to necessary could really change, according to a few people that have texted us, really change law enforcement drastically. ACLU lobbyist Lizzie Buchan, the ACLU has lost its mind. The formerly invaluable protector of civil liberties has now just gone nuts. But... um. Uh, let's see, the ACLU lobbyist said uh, if they want m- meaningful uh, change, they might as well support AB 392, which we know will work to reduce, to safely reduce use of force incidents, as these recommendations have done in Seattle and San Francisco. Whoa, wait a minute, shout the residents of Seattle and San Francisco, where the coppers in large measure, and they don't say this openly, but they say it, have said in the style of Baltimore... After the uh, the riots there a couple of years ago, have said, "All right, you know what? Forget it. If there's the slightest danger of anything hairy happening, I'm hanging back. I'm not doing any policing. That's a lawless part of town. Forget it. We're not even going in there because if things get nuts, all of a sudden, I'm the bad guy. So yeah, if you're looking to Seattle, which is dying according to that highly praised documentary, or San Francisco, which is worse than Seattle by many measures in terms of law enforcement and lawlessness and human poo in the streets and aggressive bums victimizing citizens and absolutely astounding levels of property crime. If those are your examples of we want the cops to be like this, well, this is a hell of a new era. And listen, I'm I'm seriously a, a civil liberties guy. I'm hardcore about this stuff. The idea that any agent of the government, whether it's cop or anybody else, we get to hurt citizens or kill them without justification, that's a horror to me. I'm really, really, really against that. But I'm telling you, this uh, change from reasonable to necessary will remove policing from many neighborhoods. And it'll just usher in a giant new era of lawlessness. How would you even become a cop? Well, you will see massive uh, resignations, as you said, and just the very nature of the job will change. You just you it, you would be an idiot to risk anything. Sure. I just I don't know. It's a very I will I will make a charitable comment. It's difficult to balance these things in a society. It, it is. But that uh, assembly bill, the one we're talking about now, is just it. So many progressive activists live in a dream world because everybody at their, uh, you know, voters for Bernie meeting agrees on this stuff. And everybody's more or less civilized because they all agree with each other. And they don't really bump up against crime. Or if they do, they have these bizarre rational, uh, rationalizations that, well, people only, you know, knocked down that old lady and took her purse because. The patriarchal system has forced them to do that. But when it's their head that gets cracked open, all of a sudden they have a different attitude about it. But I have a feeling sanity will prevail in Cal Unicornia, and the more sane bill will be the one that passes. But it'll be interesting to see. Uh, yeah, we got to keep an eye on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, there have been plenty of things that have been passed in California that I thought would never happen. So we'll see. Came across this article, Elizabeth Holmes' voice is driving the internet crazy after uh-huh. after HBO's Theranos documentary. That's right. One of the biggest takeaways from this really interesting and well-done documentary. From an Oscar award-winning director. Um, 
you can't you, you can't get five minutes into it without thinking what's the deal with their voice, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's really distracting. Um, my family says this is my real voice. Bunch of uh, follow ups to the article. You know, you know how people comment on articles. I've noticed Twitter or whatnot. Often they're less than charitable. Elizabeth Holmes' fake voice. Yes, I'd like to buy one alcohol, please. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly would have watched an entire documentary just about her (laughs) effing voice. (laughs) Seriously, her family says, no, she's always had a low voice. Ah, no, no. Uh, The article I read the other day was um, why you should fake your voice if you're a woman and about all the advantages. All kinds of studies show that women with a lower voice get treated with more respect in corporate boardrooms and by men and all kinds of different stuff. Mm. And, and, And that's where I read about how Margaret Thatcher actually practiced for years with practicing getting a lower voice and stretching her vocal cords and bring down her voice. Wow. Um, Because she knew that that would help. Women cannot do sports play-by-play. Oh, my God! Because when the action gets going, their voices get higher. It's just piercing. (laughs) What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, we got bar and borders both having hearings today in Congress, and we've got a California congressman suing a national news organization. Stories coming up. All on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. The musician and Nobel Prize literature winner announcing a new whiskey. His new Heaven's Door whiskey. And is going to debut. Really? And man's going down. A single drop of whiskey. That's Elizabeth <laughs> Holmes doing ads for Bob Dylan's whiskey. <laughs> nice tie-in. Celebrity booze is a huge thing now, but I didn't expect the uh, uh, the bard to join in the craze. Celebrity booze is a huge thing. Who started it? What is it, Sammy Hagar? Sammy was one made, of them. He made like $50 million oh, off of right. tequila. 80, 80 million. $80 million dollars off of right. tequila. Then so, he got told uh, Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. And there's George a couple Clooney, of country guys, right? George Clooney made a ton of money off of something. He just recently sold his vodka, I think. Dan company. Aykroyd has one. He has like a skull vodka. I think if you ever see like the skull bottle on a shelf, that's Dan Aykroyd's Why vodka. Would I and drink some a country vodka? dude I just heard is pitching a whiskey that he claims is extra smooth. <laughs> I can understand a little bit some of these people why you'd want to drink. Dan Aykroyd. Randy Quaid, Thunderbird. <laughs> oh, I don't think that's accurate, Michael. <laughs> I'm telling you, this stuff, this stuff is smooth. Whether you want to mix it in a cocktail or drink it neat, you'll be enjoying Bob Dylan's... What's it called again? Heaven's Gate? Heaven's Door. Heaven's knock, knock, door. Knocking on Heaven's Door. Yeah, familiar right. with the tune. Heaven's yeah. Door Whiskey. There you go. With a single drop of bitters, you can make an old-fashioned. Yeah. Now my associate, Elizabeth Holmes, would like to tell you about how we distill it. And coming up, this could actually change the world in a number of ways. Significant. It's called the Impossible Whopper. Which is going to be my new nickname. But, um, Good that, luck getting that one to stick. That's, that's on the way. News now with Marshall Phillips. Attorney General Bill Barr says he is working to make as much of the Mueller report public as he can. During a House hearing today, Barr said he's still working on redactions involving confidential material and he doesn't want to speak prematurely about the report. It's hard to have that discussion without the contents of the report, isn't it? And that's why I'm suggesting that 
We wait until the report is out, and I'm glad to talk to people about it after then, and I'm already scheduled to testify about that. Redact faster. Democrats demanding access to the full unredacted report. Nah, you're idiots. You know you're never going to get it. You're just pandering. It's just grandstanding. It's illegal. Border Patrol and ICE officials testifying before the Senate on increasing, increasing migration to the U.S. southern border. This coming amid the uh, the DHS Secretary uh, Kirsten Nielsen's resignation. But speaking today on Capitol Hill, Republican Chairman Ron Johnson says the number of apprehensions at the border has doubled since the Obama administration. But 240,000 people in less than six months, and that compares to 120,000 in 2014, the year that President Obama correctly labeled that a humanitarian crisis. Now you got Border Patrol agents saying this is not a manufactured crisis. They are apprehending roughly 1,000 migrants every day. 1,000 a day. Congress got a bunch of texts on this. Puff Daddy has a vodka. Ryan Reynolds has a gin. Ron Jeremy has a rum. Her. Mm. <laughs> well. Mm. Francis Ford Coppola has a winery. Conor McGregor had the whiskey. That's right. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Congressman Devin Nunes. Is, is that the, uh, the the crazy uh, fighting guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, yeah. You have the cage fighter. <laughs> What's that? No regrets whiskey. Oh, it's some delicious stuff. I'll punch your mama in the face if you don't drink some lads. Congressman Devin Nunes is suing a national news organization, the California Republican, filing a $150 million lawsuit against the McClatchy Company. He's accusing a McClatchy reporter of conspiring with a political operative to derail his investigations into Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign and Russian election interference. The complaint says McClatchy, one of its reporters, Mackenzie Mays, schemed to defame and destroy his reputation so as to interfere with those investigations. That's going to be tough to prove. I need to read more about this, but this would seem to be an impossibility given the First Amendment. Well, a complaint highlights a story by the Fresno Bee, a California newspaper owned by McClatchy, titled, A Yacht, Cocaine, Prostitutes, Winery, Partly Owned by Nunes, Sued After Fundraising Event. The way the article was written gave the impression that he was somehow involved in a 2015 party on board a yacht where a number of the Napa Valley-based winery's top uh, investors, all men, were openly using what appeared to be cocaine and drawing straws for which sex worker to hire. The complaint points to the headlines which describe the event as a fundraiser instead of a charity event, and they ran the story despite McClatchy's knowledge that Nunes had nothing to do with the event. Okay, interesting. So he is going after him for that. What uh, charity runs events like that? I'm interested in contributing. (laughs) Health officials now say... Don't draw straws for sex workers, people. Hi, this is Positive Sean. The more you know. Well, that seems like a reasonable way to... You know, figure out who gets the first draft choice. (laughs) Health officials said that 465 measles cases have now been reported in the U.S. this year. As of last week, with most of them in children, the number jumping by 100 cases in one week. In one week. Ain't good. Not at all. Yeah, and, and it's just begun, too. This is nasty. Virginia Cavaliers in the history books, claiming the NCAA Men's Basketball Championship for the first time in the school's history. Virginia getting the best of Texas Tech, 85-77 in overtime to win the title. DeAndre Hunter leading the Cavs with 27 points, including this three-pointer to tie the game and send it into OT. Hunter 
seconds remaining. Oh, the kick and find. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. I love the idea of a team that hasn't won it before winning. You sure. know, just a, not one of the traditional powers that is there over and over again. And the turnaround from them being the first ever 16 seed to lose right. in the first round last year. The first year. one seed, right. Yeah, 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 the first one seed to yeah. lose to a 16 seed. Yeah. And yeah, the turnaround, that's great. Oh, I that's love it. great. It's a great story, yeah. Celebrity foods and drinks still coming in on the text line. Excellent. <laughs> Paul Newman has salad dressing. As that, that's a charity. Many, though. many products. Yeah, yeah. yeah. delicious. We, we too. buy a We're lot fans. of Newman stuff. Us too. Yeah, it's almost all great. Yeah. Um, what is the magical Whopper? What is it? I want to be called <laughs> impossible. The impossible. Impo- I want to be called the Impossible Whopper. <laughs> If if you were uh, going to come up with a product, a Jack Armstrong product, what would it be? No, oh, geez. The hey, the first poll, the first national poll since Biden's hair sniffing scandal broke. See if that huh. damaged him any. Stay down. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. She's uh, she's Elish? Become, yeah E L L I S H uh, fantastic album. Um, I think she's something like eighteen or really young. Her brother does most of the production uh, on the album, and it's it's fantastic. It's a great album, and it's I, not I, even clearly a human being singing. What kind of crap is this? I feel it's like she's Elish. It's Elish. <laughs> she's gonna she's gonna fill in the kind of the, the Lady Gaga place now that she's doing uh, movies and stuff, and and not really doing her Vegas acting Thank God anymore. I was afraid there'd be nobody in that space. So in that lane. Uh, Bruce Willis has a vodka, I'm told. Um, Kurt Russell has a wine. I'm informed that the comedian Ron White has a tequila, but he's a scotch drinker, so he has one of his tequila bottles filled with scotch on stage. How about old Simple Jack's corn squeezins? That'd be good. Nice. Doesn't Joe have a line of specially alpaca steaks? Actually, we have news on the steak front. The magical Whopper coming up. The impossible Whopper <laughs> coming up in a second. Uh, the first poll national national polls for running for president are moronic for a variety of reasons. That's not the way we choose the candidate for each party. It's state by state. Right. How, how are they doing nationally? Makes no difference whatsoever. Mm-mm. And then that's not how we choose president. It's about the Electoral College. Perhaps you've heard about that in the news. It's not who gets the most votes. So... The polls are stupid, mm. but it does give you some idea who's popular and who's not. And Joe Biden, in the latest poll, first one to come out since his hair sniffing scandal, is uh, solid at 32% with a solid lead in first place over Bernie at 23. Everybody else in single digits. I would note that the only trending down line that's noticeable is Kamala Harris, who's gone from roughly 15 down to 8. Wow. And the only trending upward line, everybody else is flat. So the only trending down is Kamala Harris. The only trending up is Mayor Pete. I would be astounded if Joe Biden was the nominee. Just astounded. Well, he's he's holding that Rudy Giuliani position right now. Exactly. Yeah. And, I'm and tell- the Jeb Bush <laughs> position. Biden has a great resume. He does an interview, you start to think, hmm, two interviews, he's done. He's just tried it several times. But we'll see. Perhaps he's learned. Now that he's almost 80, he's got it down. 
Burger King has something they call their impossible Whopper. It's meatless. A review by an official with the Missouri Farm Bureau, a meat lobbyist who loves meat, has tasted the impossible Whopper that has no meat in from from a burger. Is that a marinade sandwich? Mm-hmm. He tried the plant-based burger, available for now only in the St. Louis area, and seemed surprised and disappointed to declare, if I didn't know what I was eating, I would have no idea it was not beef. Wow. This is from a beef lobbyist. Now, I've had veggie burgers, and I have had turkey burgers that I thought were very, very good, but I knew they were not beef. Yeah. So this guy seems to be saying, well, he is saying. He this is not just another disgusting tofu, tofu, tofu burger that only a dedicated hippie could convince himself to eat. He said, I couldn't even tell the Choke difference. Choke it down. Yeah. That would be a huge deal. You come up with something that legitimately tastes and feels like beef, that's a huge deal. For the whole cow flatulence, cattle industry, blah, blah, blah. Runoff, that sort of thing is nasty. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and honestly, I think if you just, you don't eat too much beef, you do fine. But red meat is not great for you, probably, so... I love the idea of having a burger more often. I don't for health reasons. Really? I, I love burgers burger. like crazy. Oh, God, do I love burgers. Oh. I'm, I'm getting a burger for lunch today. I, I already know oh, the yeah. place. Oh, yeah. You can get a, you'll get my burger when you pry it out of my cold, dead hand roughly a month from now. I see so many burgers. That's the point. I'm <laughs> fascinated to try this, this yeah, impossible oh, yeah. meat, though. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, mm. I'm curious. I'm skeptical, but I'm absolutely curious, and I'm, I'm not opposed to, to buying fake meat. No, if it if it tastes good, I don't care. If it a vegetarian burger, if it tastes like a real burger, that'd be I'm fine with that. I don't have some weird <laughs> need to uh not, not philosophically attached to the uh to no. the whole cow being the, no, the just, source of it though. No, I just like the taste of it way better. Everything I've ever tasted taste that was uh, eaten that was supposed to be a substitute was just horrific. Do yeah. cows go extinct then? Since the only their real only purpose is to Feed us and give us leather. We need leather. <laughs> yeah. Leather nice, we yeah. definitely need. But yeah. don't we have fake leather now, too? Leather. Well, of course sure. we do, but yeah. real leather is better. Sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but real leather's better. Sure. Yeah. Shoes, belts, etc. Um, Baseball mitts. Beef, yeah, good point. Uh, beef uh, will still exist, I think, as a niche product. You know, people want a real steak. I mean, yeah, that's true. I wonder it's if you can do a hamburger, that doesn't necessarily mean you well, can do a tri-tip. All, first of all, yeah. first of all, it's a Whopper. How much does a Whopper taste like a hamburger to start oh, with? Like 30%. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, really a necessary distinction there. That's pretty good because whatever burger you get today is doesn't no, taste like a Whopper. No. Well, the Whopper tastes more like beef than the Scottish clown's output, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> they have lawyers, so let's keep it let's keep it vague. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of beefy taste, yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, it's unique and delicious, but it's not beefy. The clown, I mean. Why do you think Kamala Harris is uh, going down in the polls nationally? You know, I haven't heard much notable out of her. She's continuing to make appearances and make speeches, but I don't know. She just hasn't grabbed the public imagination. When somebody goes up, those votes probably came from somewhere. It's- Mayor Pete getting some of hers for some reason? Probably. I have a weird, I don't know, maybe it's just because I look at everything as how would this play best in the movie version of this, but I see Pete kind of landing as a very appealing vice presidential candidate for somebody like Kamala Harris and setting up a him versus Pence VP debate sort of thing. Oh, (laughs) wow. Wow, that'd be something. Yeah. 
to Indianans talking about corn and fields. <laughs> Whatever Indianans talk about. What's the matter with you? Elder Dame. Hoosiers. They probably talk about Hoosiers. High school yeah. basketball. Sorry, Indiana. All right, yeah. enough about high school basketball. <laughs> Don't. Hey, Indiana, you have idiots at work. You're your workplace, too, right? <laughs> right. So, uh, listen, don't judge too harshly. Wow. That would be an interesting dynamic. I don't know. I've uh, My money early was on Kamala, just on paper. She seems to check a lot of boxes, but... Who knows? You know, sometimes, again, it's the whole resume versus first interview versus second interview versus, um, you know, where they meet everybody at the boardroom or whatever thing. And often your first blush candidates end up just being dull or or just don't have the goods like my boy Scott Walker. Oh, man, first blush, he was great. But once you started to get into stuff, he just came off like a dolt. And checking off all the traditional boxes is one thing, too. But one thing that I I keep going back to is who, in a one-on-one, on a debate stage against Trump, is not just going to get bulldozed? I think a lot of the people on the running for right now would get bulldozed. There's only maybe less than four, less not than Bernie. five. Bernie wouldn't get bulldozed. No, probably not. Bernie would nope. fire back. It'd take a certain yeah. personality, though. Yeah. Yeah. To handle it well, I mean, you know, you, you could fight back, but then you'd come off all flapping your arms and screaming. Right. You don't want to do that Hair either. Hair blowing in the wind. Yes. Hair blowing in the wind. Yes. Yeah. Many many a boxer has thought they had yeah. the right game plan, then gets punched in the face a bunch and falls down. So, yeah, those who, uh, again, on paper might be able to take on Trump, they, they haven't actually done it. Right. Carl's Jr., has a pretend meat burger already in the store, they said. It even bleeds with plant-based something or other when you cut into it. seems unnecessary. When's the last time you had even a medium-rare burger at a fast food place? They don't bleed when you eat them. What's up with this? And I don't want that. Mm. Armstrong and Getty announced the boarding of the Final Thoughts Express. It's, it's like they said, and they even have those little veins you sometimes oh. see made out of plant. Oh. Nobody wants that. That's it's gross. gross. It's your gross. host, Joe Getty. All right, let's get a final thought from everybody. Positive Sean, final thought? Oh, I am getting beyond excited for this Sunday as the final season of Game of Thrones is premiering. Uh, rumor has it that the premiere episode may have leaked. I am trying to avoid all internet discussion rooms and mm. chat boards about it. I do not want to get spoiled. Yeah, why would you want that? Marshall Phillips, your final thought? Well, I bought a new vacuum cleaner, and now I've got to put it together. Let's hope we don't have a repeat of the Target table adventure, the table that sat unassembled on my living room rug <laughs> for two years. Two years, Did it folks. ever get two assembled? Years. No joke. Nope. <laughs> Michael, final thought, sir? Uh, yeah, I woke up this morning and said, hey, you know, I'm going to eat healthy today. Then there was donuts brought in, and we talked about burgers on the show, so I fell off the wagon today. Thanks, yeah. guys. We'll start again tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. as I said, I, I only had a donut because they were here. Jack, do you have a final thought for us? I could have done this, and I'd have done it for a lot less money. A guy named Chris Davis has gone 0 for 49 now at the plate, which is a new Major League Baseball record, going 0 for 5 against the Oakland A's yesterday. Yikes. I could have gone to the plate and done the same thing he did for much less money. At least step in front of one, take one for the team. <laughs> he's, in the, <laughs> he's in the middle of a seven-year, $161 million contract. Wow. <laughs> uh, my final thought is my beautiful wife, Judy, is heading off for almost a whole week uh, to do a fun thing that she's into. Uh, there was a point in my life that that would have meant all sorts of uh, frivolity would have uh, taken place. Now, if I'm going to be honest, 
It means I've got to feed the dog twice a day instead of once a day. <laughs> wow, that's exciting. So, yeah. New challenges. I like it. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Do the risky business thing. Slide into the living room in your socks. Turn the stereo up as loud as it'll go. And hire hookers? <laughs> Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Hookers ring the doorbell. I say, you know, I just, I'm tired. I've, I've changed my mind. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. See you to Molly. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over! The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. And we apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Because the show's over. What? Bye-bye. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. Armstrong and Getty.